Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. It's a joy to have you with us today. Pastor Ed leads Fellowship Church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Embark on a transformative journey with Pastor Ed Young as he begins the enlightening series, Shame Off You. In this message, The Shame Game and Others, we'll dive into profound teachings that unveil strategic approaches from the Bible, guiding us in processing shame and unlocking the doors to genuine freedom. This program is just a glimpse of what Pastor Ed has to offer. From global missions to his latest inspirational books and daily devotionals, there's something for everyone. You can find all of this and more at edyoung.com. And here's an exclusive offer for our listeners today. Download a free chapter of Pastor Ed and Lisa's newest book, A Path Through Pain, at edyoung.com. With refreshing vulnerability and power, A Path Through Pain shares their family's journey from sorrow and anger to hope and healing after the tragic and sudden loss of their daughter. As they share their incredible perspective, they will inspire and equip you to believe that there is purpose in your pain, even if you can't see that purpose yet. Now, let's get into today's message titled, The Shame Game. Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. Three of the most powerful yet poisonous words I can say, shame on you. I think we would all agree. All of us process shame. We feel it, we sometimes identify it, but if we were asked, okay, define shame. In fact, if I could bring every single person on the stage and, and if I ask you, define shame, most of us would have a hard time with the definition. We might bring up guilt or remorse or, or, or maybe we might talk about our family of origin or, or, or some embarrassing moment, but, but, but what is shame? You know, the Bible talks a lot about shame. It talks more about shame than guilt. In fact, six times more. Here's a definition of shame that we're gonna work with over the next several weeks. Shame is the all-consuming condition that we've let down ourselves, others, and God. Truly, shame is like an onion. I love onions. I was making a sandwich a couple of days ago, and I like to put a lot of onion on the sandwich. And you've heard it said, oh, there's so many layers. It's like uh, peeling an onion, you know, or that deal has layers and layers. Well, truly, when it comes to today's topic, and thank you for showing up, knowing what was gonna be on the agenda, because this is some deep water stuff. Shame, though, has so many different Layers. For example, I have shame in my life, you have shame in your life. Most of the shame that we carry is self-imposed. In other words, it's caused by you and me, our behavior and our toxic thought processes. Also, some shame would be caused by what we have not achieved or what we should have done or could have done, and we turn that over on the grills of our minds, specifically the rotisserie grills of our minds. And especially if we go on social media, man, is that a shame machine or what? Another reason I carry shame is what others have done to me. 
And that's, and that's real. I mean, maybe you look back and someone took advantage of you. Maybe a family member did something that's unmentionable. Maybe you've struggled with pornography or an eating disorder or, 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 or whatever. Maybe, just maybe you have narcissistic tendencies, which basically is pride out of control. Often, shame is a driver of that. So we have self-imposed shame, and then we have shame heaped onto us by others. Guilt is different than shame. Guilt is, I made a mistake. My bad, that, that's guilt. A case of the guilties, you know. Shame is, I am a mistake. Shame is about identity. Guilt is more about activity. The formula goes something like this. Sin, guilt, and then it should lead to repentance. Our culture talks a lot about shame. We're pretty good at identifying it, yet we don't know how to process it. Guilt is, I made a mistake, I sinned, and because of that, it should drive me to repentance. Repentance and going the other direction, repentance, God, I'm sorry, will you forgive me? And then also doing the work in a relationship which most of the time needs to be, needs to be carried out. And the beautiful thing, here's some, here's, here's some good news. The devil is always about shame on you. God is always about shame off you. When we seek forgiveness, when we repent, not only, this is great, this is why you came to church today. Not only does God forgive my sin and your sin, he chooses to forget our sin and our shame. He chooses to. I mean, he's God. He knows everything. So I, I might dredge up the past in my shame. God's like, what are you talking about? I might talk about, I can't believe I committed that sin. What? What? What sin? If it's under the blood of Jesus, we're as white as snow before him. And that, in a nutshell, is what dealing with shame is, is, is all about. But let me say again, guilt is a good thing. If we, if we camp out, though, on guilt, if we don't run to repentance, we... live in shame because guilt unchecked will segue into shame. Not only did I make a mistake, not only did I mess up, I am a mistake and it's the language of the enemy. The word shame in Hebrew is pronounced bosh. Have you ever seen that series Bosch before? I watched a little bit of it, but finally, man, that guy became an F-bomb's best friend. I'm like, what? 
Every sentence he had to throw out an F-bomb. I was with a group of guys the other day. They were all married. They were just dropping F-bombs left and right. I go, man, you guys must not have sex very much. (laughs) Because all you talk about is the (laughs) F-bomb. Hey, man, I'm sorry. I know you're a pastor. I said, don't apologize to me. Apologize to thee. (laughs) You know? (laughs) And I know these guys. I'm not Mr. Confrontational with everybody. It's not like, oh, my goodness, I won't be around. Ed, he might call me up for blowing my nose. No, no, I know these guys and whatever. Anyway, the Greek term for shame, this is cool, entropy. Second law of thermodynamics. If you have an object that does not have an outside force upon it, it'll crumble. It'll die. It'll turn inward. Shame, depression, etc., is like that. If it doesn't have an outside force, hello. The Lord Jesus repentance, forgiveness, then we're, we're just going to crumble and die. And that is what is happening in our culture today. We try to deal with shame ourselves and we don't have the bandwidth to do so. So this formula, sin, guilt, guilt's good, guilt should take us to repentance. Yet most of us camp out on guilt. We grill guilt. Shame is, and this is gross, but it, it's true, is the sewage of sin. That's what it is. It's the residue of sin. The enemy traffics in shame. Okay, for us to understand this, and this is just the introductory installment, it's going to get deeper and deeper as we continue to, to unpack this. I, I, I want you to look at the genesis of shame. In other words, I want you to meet me in the Garden of Eden because that's where shame, the first shame, really, really happened. I love what Genesis chapter 2 verse 25 says. It says that Adam and his wife, Eve, were both naked I grew up, because I'm from the South, saying naked. They were both naked, and they felt no what? Now, I find that interesting. The writer of Genesis talks about a man and woman being naked, a husband and wife, and then he says, and they felt no shame. Why didn't he say, and they lived happily ever after? Why didn't he say they were really cool? Why didn't he say they were sexy and they had, no, he said they were naked and they had no shame, no shame in their game. Adam and Eve were totally vulnerable before God and each other. That was God's original intent. Are you feeling me? God's original intent was no shame on the earthly game, zero. But enter the enemy, the serpent, the evil one. He's all about shame. The enemy comes in and the enemy does something with Adam and Eve. He gets them to play some games with him. 
He's all about that. The enemy is a gamer and don't you become a gamer because he's brilliant at luring us in to the shame game. You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We're halfway through today's incredible message, The Shame Game, and we hope it's been an inspirational part of your day. As we pause for a moment, we want to thank you for joining us and for your continued support. This ministry, focused on sharing the gospel, is possible because of listeners like you. As a token of our gratitude for supporting The Creative Connection, we have a special gift for you. We'd love to send you a complimentary copy of Pastor Ed and Lisa Young's newest book, A Path Through Pain. This is a powerful book they wrote after the sudden death of their oldest daughter, Lee Beth. They share profound truth that even in the darkest moments, pain and joy can coexist. To receive your free copy, visit edyoung.com. It's our way of saying thanks for your gift to help take the hope of Jesus to people around the world. And if today's message has touched your heart, consider supporting us. Your contributions, no matter the size, help us continue spreading God's word and bring hope to many. Visit edyoung.com to learn how you can make a difference. Now, let's continue with today's message, The Shame Game. You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. The first game, and this is a part of the shame game, is fame, the fame game. Basically, I'll give you the cliff notes. The enemy said, hey, Adam and Eve, you can become like God. There are, I'm trying to think about the number of species of trees. There are 73,000 300 species of trees, just for your knowledge. 7,200 varieties of apples. So Adam and Eve, check this out, had 73,299 options, yet they go after the fruit on the tree, that one tree that God said, don't mess with it. Don't jack with the tree. They ate the fruit from the tree saying, I'll run my own life. I'll be the God of my universe. I'll cut out the source. I'm the man, I'm the girl. I'm gonna run the show. The fame game. Sounds familiar, we have this tendency, don't we? I wanna run my own life. I, I wanna run and call the shots. I'm gonna, I know what's best for me. I know what's best for my finances. I, I know what's best for my family. I know what's best for my marriage. I, I'm the man. The devil is all about shame. When he was kicked out of heaven, what a shameful event. The demons are all about shame and the devil simply wants you and me to feel as shameful as he does. God does not move in shame, only the enemy. The enemy's always saying, shame on you, shame on you, shame on you. Can you believe that, Ed? You don't deserve to speak. Do you remember what you did? Hey. 
uh, you deserve this and you messed up here and you're not that smart and you're a no count or maybe you're a woman, you're not curvy enough and maybe a guy, you're not muscular enough, you're not rich enough, you're not big enough, you're not bad enough. Those, those, those thoughts, a loop from hell, shame, shame. So they usurped God, Adam and Eve. And because of that, because of their fame, remember that song by David Bowie? Fame. The fame game. And this is the cycle of shame. Once we say, I'm God, we're signing up for some serious, serious shame. The next thing they did, so they played the fame game with the devil, and then... They played the lame game. They tried to cover their nakedness. The Bible says when they sinned, they realized they were naked. So they made the first Speedo and the first bikini. But here's the deal, God has x-ray vision. How pathetic, using fig leaves to cover yourself. We use fig leaves now, don't we, to cover ourselves? Instead of feeling those feelings of shame, we power up in rage. Instead of feeling and processing those feelings of shame, we starve ourselves or we become addicted to looks. Instead of feeling feelings of, of, of shame, if we have enough money, we just take trips all the time. We travel because, let's face it, trips or, or buying something gives us a fast, temporary relief from that pain, man. And the devil is talking shameies. You're an addict. You have a porn problem. You messed up in that relationship. You're divorced. It goes on and on and on. It's a lame game. And we try to cover it with all of these things and <laughs> they don't work. So then we play the blame game. And, and, and you know, when God, well, let me, yeah, okay, I, I can use that color, blame. When God confronted them, they covered themselves and then they camouflaged themselves. <laughs> and then they begin to, to, to condemn one another. So, so, so God discovers where they are. I mean, it's like me playing hide and go seek with my grandkids. They're little and they cover their eyes like this and because they can't see me, they think I can't see them. That's how we look when we try to hide from God. Is that sad? And then God's saying, I want to love you and receive you. I want to forgive you. I want to cleanse you. I, I want this. And, and yet we're like, oh, no, no, I, I, I'm, I'm God. I can, I can take care of it. I can cover my own tracks. The next deal will do it. You know, the next person I take to bed will do it. The next high, the next. And then we're confronted and we blame. Fame, lame, blame. We blame and blame and blame and blame and blame. I'm gonna put a big pause sign right there because a lot of us live on pause, don't we? Right there in that cycle. 
we never escape. And the devil loves it. Satan loves it. He wants us again to feel and to experience the kind of shame that he does. So what do we do? I mean, is that it? I mean, God didn't leave them in a lurch. God initiated their relationship with them, right? God said, man, forget trying to make the Speedo or the bikini. He covered them with coverings from an animal spilling its blood, foreshadowing the ultimate sacrifice on the cross that Jesus would make when his blood covers our sin and shame. Let's draw another circle. Okay? Fame, I'm God. Lame, oh, I'll cover. I'll, I'll cover my sin. I'll cover my shame. I know what to do. Thank you, God. And then I'll blame others. Oh, I'm not going to take responsibility. So over here, instead of fame, what do we do? We should humble ourselves before the mighty hand of God. God, I humble myself before you. You're God. You've made me. I am your workmanship. I'm one of a kind. I'm unique. I'm forgivable. I'm lovable. I'm capable. Man, that's some power. So when the devil starts talking shamies, you tell him, man, shut up. All that's under the blood of Jesus. Okay. Instead of the lame game, how about this one? Vulnerability. We have to be vulnerable before God, and watch this now, also vulnerable with the right people. That's why I am so for Christian counseling. That's why I'm so for small groups. That's why I'm so for Bible classes and Bible studies in the church. That's why I'm so for getting to know one another. We can be vulnerable and real. Think about all the masks we wore during COVID. We're still wearing those masks. Maskless shame, we are. Humility, vulnerability, and here's a good one. Responsibility. We don't wanna take responsibility anymore, do we? We live in a victim culture. And especially when it comes to this stuff. Well, here's what I'm going to do with this one. Instead of the pause, I'm going to put the play. Because this is the loop we need to play from heaven each and every day. God, I humble myself before you. God, I'm vulnerable before you and others. And I take responsibility for this. Sin guilt, shame, and repentance. So the good news is this. Jesus forgives and forgets. The cross was an instrument of shame. Think about it. Jesus took all of our shame, all of our sin upon his life as he hung there, suspended between heaven and hell. 
and death couldn't hold him down. He bursts forth with resurrection power. And that power is available to you and me in this sin-stained world. So what's it going to be? Who are you going to listen to? Thank you for being with us today on The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We hope this message titled The Shame Game has deepened your understanding of shame and guilt, but also helped place you on the path toward freedom in Jesus. Your support is so important in helping us share the gospel of Jesus with a hurting world. As a token of our gratitude, we're offering you a free copy of A Path Through Pain by Pastor Ed and Lisa Young. Visit edyoung.com to claim your book and learn more about how you can support Ed Young Ministries. Join us next time for an incredible journey as Pastor Ed continues our empowering series titled Shame Off You, kicking it off with a compelling message named The Sandstorm Game. Prepare to discover the various forms of shame and relentless blows we can face if we don't deal with our shame. Stay connected with us at edyoung.com for more enriching content and opportunities to be part of what God is doing through the Creative Connection. Thanks for listening. Until next time, God bless.